Want relief from your dry skin? Aveeno Skin Relief Formula with natural shea butter and oat oil softens and soothes dry skin with lasting moisture for 24 hours. Get Aveeno from Target for naturally beautiful results. Welcome to Power Trader Radio's Trade Talk, the show designed exclusively for the savvy stock trader or investor of today. With the latest market analysis and strategies, stock market tips and tricks, investments with options and spread trades, near report, news, events, analysis, and research, we put it together for you. Hosted by Andy Peterson and Mark Eli. And now here are your co-hosts, Andy Peterson. All right, welcome everybody to Power Trader Radio. This is Andy Peterson. I am your host along with Mark Eli. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, 2018. And uh, the markets have closed for the day. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Last night, the Prez, he spoke to his first State of the Nation address, State of the Union. <laughs> and um, they, I thought he did a phenomenal job. Like, I, I actually only watched the, the beginning where everybody was applauding. Well, I guess half of the people were applauding. Um, uh, but um, I, did you get a chance to watch it, Mark? Oh, no. I, I wish I would have, but uh, I certainly did watch the um, the feedback afterwards. And he did a good job and people are looking forward to um what he said yeah i think he did a fine job i um i watched it at the beginning with my kids this morning the main topic of concern was why why were people applauding do they applaud for the majority you know when do they stop when do they start i i had to explain to them that it's an art form i mean people need to know actually in north korea it is rumored that somebody one of the members of the um i guess i don't know what they call it um, the ruling governing body was actually executed because he did not um, clap long enough for Kim Il-jun, and he was executed as a result. So we don't have those sorts of problems here in America. We have our own problems that we have to deal with. Um, but, yeah, the big question was when are you supposed to applaud and, and for how long and do you stand up and why are some people looking grumpy and other people looking happy. So we kind of we kind of cleared that up for uh, the kids and um but we haven't really gotten to the heart of the conversation. But, yeah, like I said, the markets seem to react positively um, like they have been doing for the majority of the, this administration. Um, tech stocks are even doing, you know, they're doing well. Um, as far as, um, you know, the, the news is concerned um, with regards to what we're going to be talking about today, um, you know, we do the NEAR report. We uh, NEAR stands for News, Events, Analysis, and Research, and um, – one of the hot topics that we are talking about government is net neutrality. And Mark, I don't know if you're a big fan uh, about it, but actually, yeah, we have talked about this in the past. You know, personally, I think I get on my soapbox. I think it's a governmental overreach. I think it's going to put more power in the hands of the government and in the hands of just a few, uh, which I'm not a right. huge fan of. Um, what do you think about it, Mark? Is it, is it a whopper of an idea? Uh, you know, it's, it's, actually moving the market and we're going to get to see how it's going to move the market in the future. Um, there was, there's, I think you're about ready to introduce some news that were just happened yeah. within the yeah. last week uh, that is actually going to talk about it. But, 
you know, the, when the Internet first came out, there was unregulated. It, it, it was the wild, wild west. And it was exactly what was needed to make it happen. And we, we've gotten to a, a position now that the evolution of the Internet has, has changed. And, but they, the question is, is this government going to need to intervene? And uh, there's an old saying that if there's money to be made, uh, rules and regulations will favor the money. So uh, the, the question is, is, is that ethically right? And is that a violation of the First Amendment, of uh, freedom of speech? And it is certainly a question that's being answered. And I, I, I was under the assumption that there was a congressional decision that was made. But I, and during our talks, you actually um, corrected me and let me know that that decision hasn't been reached. Is that correct? Well, that's my understanding. Ajit Pai, uh, because it's such a contentious debate, he's the FCC commissioner, and uh, you know he's actually received death threats because he's not in favor <laughs> of net neutrality, and he's come out uh, saying so. And so now he's had to actually, he's not necessarily going into hiding, but he's had to cancel some events because of death threats on his life as a result of the decision. So I just pray that we remain civil when we when we you know discuss these these ideas and thoughts, and um, we can keep it. Uh, you know, we can we can just you know talk about the merits of the debate rather than um, you know kind of sink into you know um, uh, such nonsense. Um, so yeah, so it hasn't you know AT and T. Um, I think we're going to be talking about them in a little bit. They are pushing, they're lobbying for Congress to pass net neutrality. I think that kind of falls in line with regards to what we were talking about. Just a few handful of people really benefiting uh, from net neutrality and. You know, we can talk about them in a little bit with regards to earnings. But before we cut the break, Mark, um, what do you want to talk about? The Let's see, we have the economic calendar coming up, a couple of reports that merit extra attention, the ADP Employment Report Ooh, and the Employment yeah. Cost Index. A um, couple of things you might want to mention there that you, you and I have uh, kind of been following. Oh, the ADP is a monthly report. It's a report that is um, – it represents approximately 400,000 U.S. business clients and about 23 million employees in the private sector. So the, the prior numbers were 242,000, and, and the consensus thought there was going to be a drop of that to uh, 195,000. So uh, it actually came out to 234,000, meaning it, this is an employee market where people who want a job are able to get a job. Um, uh, companies are finding it harder and harder to uh, find employees. Now, ironically, the employee cost index, which is a quarterly report, came out today at the same day that the ADP monthly report came out. And uh, this report was for Q4, the end of 2017, and it's a measurement of how much compensation, including wages and salaries and benefits, uh, your paycheck gives you. And and this this number is is looking for a are, is your paycheck able to give you uh, the same amount of money? And and we had uh, a prior indicator of 0.7 percent increase. It was only a consensus was saying 0.6. The actual number was 0.6. So we we have the same dollar buying this. Uh, well, excuse me, the person get the same buck, no pay raises. Uh, it's the same flat. So. This, this is in contrast to what we're learning that is 
these incentives that were put out to companies, giving them tax incentives and giving them the ability to give back to the employees uh, by getting tax breaks. And, and a couple companies have taken that opportunity and done that. However, uh, we haven't seen a quarter of where that's going to uh, be revealed in, in in this quarterly cost index. So let's see what happens yeah. in the next in Q1 2018, and it will be a very interesting number. But also the Chicago PMI came out, and uh, that, that number is uh, a, a number that a lot of people, that's a market mover, and uh, that uh, you're looking for a number of over 50%. And this this is a report that looks at the Chicago's region of manufacturing and non-manufacturing sectors to determine economic growth. And if you have a number greater than 50, that's very positive. Well, did we get a number? And our uh, the the actual number was 0.64. I mean, we're that was that's huge growth. So this is a good thing. This is a strong economy for people who want a job. And what that right. means to investors, uh, that's good. That's good news. Yeah, it means good things to investors, means good things to employees. You know, while it sounds like um, we're not getting the raises yet, it's just it'll be commensurate with uh, these new jobs that are coming um, as options for people who are uh, gainfully employed who want to move up the corporate ladder because, you know, with more employment opportunities, more competition, more sal- uh, salaries are coming um, to higher demand, and um, salary should go up uh, long term, so long as there's uh, this this em- this employees market, if you will, with with plenty of jobs to choose from. So that's all good right. news. All yeah, right, so why don't we go uh, ahead and uh, and cut to uh, cut to our break, um, and then when we come back, we'll be talking about some earnings and some um, uh, that are coming out today and tomorrow. <coughs> Oh, great and powerful wizard, tell me how I can make money. How dare you approach the great and powerful wizard? Not getting what you want from other investment wizards or advisors? Have you ever heard of options trading or spread trading? Have you not tried it because you don't know how? Look no further. Trade Caddy has the tools and education that can empower anyone like a professional. Their options chain wizard makes options trading simple, easy, and more profitable. Find out more by going to tradecaddy.com. Calling all traders. Calling all traders. This is Power Trader Radio. Now, Trade Talk continues on PowerTraderRadio.com. All right, everybody. Thank you for staying with us. Now up, we're going to be talking about some earnings. Um, We've got a couple earnings reports that have come out today. I think there might be a couple that are coming out tomorrow. This is like the height of earnings season, and so a couple big players have announced their earnings. What do you think, Mark? What, what, What did you notice today? Mark, can you hear me? Mark. Mark, are you there? Okay, well, while I you am. come can back... Can you hear on, me? Oh, now I can. Yes, now I can. I was just about to steal your thunder there, Mark. I don't know if you fell asleep or what. I was snoozing. I was. I took a quick break. I took uh, a break because Facebook came out, 
and I was literally in shock as as uh, between our start of the nice. show and just right yeah. now, Facebook released its earnings of uh, and, and I mean the estimate of uh, the EPS the 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 experts out there that were looking for uh, what Facebook was one to uh, release as an earnings event, they expected it to be a dollar ninety six. Its actual numbers came out to be two point two two dollars and twenty cents. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a that's a huge surprise, a twelve point two percent surprise. So uh, we're talking Wait, a revenue of twelve point two percent surprise or seven point three percent surprise. I can't. Uh, that's growth. I'm looking at these. Uh, okay, growth. Yeah. Gotcha. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so you have a revenue that was expected to be twelve point five billion dollars in Facebook, which doesn't charge anything, you know, to the to the uh, beginning user. Yet, yeah. uh, they actually show in twelve point nine seven billion. How people are asking, yeah. how does Facebook make money? It's amazing, and you know what else? It's, it's it's they're waiting for the demise of Facebook. They're waiting for Facebook to fall. I mean, not you know. Not like people are hating Zuckerberg and they're saying, okay, you know, I can't wait for this. But they're just anticipating. They're saying, okay, these uh, youngsters, they're not following. They're not on Facebook. They're on Instagram. So, well, then how in the world are we get making, you know, we're out. We're out um, they're out um, performing the estimates. And the $12.7 billion, or I'm sorry, $12.97 billion is nothing to scoff at. Yeah. You know, my kids say that Facebook is for old people. Now, that I don't understand that. How, how is Facebook for old people? But well, anyway. we're, we're way too young to be old, and so how would we know? <laughs> well, Facebook in aftermarket is up 1.8 percent. So tomorrow you're going to see, uh, you know, a, a huge. You're going to see this market uh, jump on Facebook, and you're going to see what the actual numbers are, and and that's what these this segment right here stages us for. And the upcoming segment that we're going to do, where we're talking research, we're going to actually. Uh, tell you how you take these these opportunities such as earnings events and you trade them and Facebook is an example of, of that and you're looking for what we call delta trades where there's right. so much move on a stock that it, it surprised uh, its uh, investors by giving it a, a really good uh, a report and, and that tra- stock is going to either move one direction or another and it's going to move in that direction uh, one of those two directions a lot so uh, a nice nice trade today was facebook for those who did a delta trade on it like a straddle a strangle congratulations on it um the next one was microsoft microsoft i andy and you had uh, you and i had talked about this um it had an estimate of uh 86 cents per share and, and I mean, we're talking a revenue of twenty-eight point three five billion dollars, but it came in at ninety-six cents. I mean, yeah. that's ten. I mean, that's ten cents more. And when you put that in as a number, as a percent, that's a that's a nice little number. So it's going to be interesting. What Microsoft? Do you, do you know any other stocks that came out in earnings? Yeah, I know. I know a couple. But before we get to that, you know, Microsoft, I keep hearing about it being overbought. And I mean, these numbers are telling me that, you know, I mean, it's it's still a, you know, they are outperforming as well as Facebook. And, it's, you know, things are looking like, um, you know, you're probably going to do the same thing with a, you know, a, a pat on the back with a straddle or a strangle. Um, again, you know, we don't necessarily recommend, you know, investing um, during, you know, earnings. But 
uh, earnings um, uh, announcements. But again, if you're going to do it, then straddles and strangles with the high volatility potential, you know, your potential for money making is there. Yeah, I mean, PayPal came out um, with uh, with their earnings. Uh, AT&T, again, we talked about them with the net neutrality thing. I mean, a lot, you know, eBay, there's been a lot. I mean, take your pick. Well, what was um, AT&T? That, I mean, there's there's an earnings event that a lot of people have been waiting for. They've been wanting to see how uh, telecommunications companies and the FCC regulations and the concerns about net neutrality, like you said, are going to play out. So what was... What was AT&T? Uh, was yeah, I, AT&T? I know there are... What? I'm sorry, what was the question? I, the, I, I knew that their estimates for share were um, $0.65, cents, but, yeah, they uh, uh-huh. the, and, and they were actually yeah, going actual, to come yeah, actual Actual was like point, uh, $0.78, cents, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 80, 18.2% growth. I mean, that that's, now again, exceeding expectations. That's a surprise there as well, isn't it? Well, that, that's that's fallen in play to that net neutrality. So if if these telephone right. companies and have the ability to charge you more for more uh, usage, and just uh, you know, Burger King did a uh, net neutrality video trying to explain net neutrality based around the purchase of a Whopper and Whopper Mills. For those who are interested in that, just type in Burger King net neutrality and watch their funny video about that but andy what was did you did you watch that and if you did what was your takeaway on that it was a whopper of a uh, of a video um it it really kind of at first i was kind of you know what i know more than anything else now is you may be mad about net neutrality one way or another but if you don't get your whopper hot and ready for you then you're really irate and don't get in the way of somebody who's hungry for his burger king and the Whopper, because this video will show you uh, that people can come unglued when that happens. And again, I think the same thing would happen if we were to, um, if if the United States were to see net neutrality become a reality. Ooh, I'm a poet and don't know it. Oh man, uh, you you're on fire. <laughs> the the Whopper of a deal. I well, you know I. I'm kind of actually mesmerized by um, this, this, how it's actually trading after market. Um, I, I, I know it closed at $37.45. Uh, do you know what it is right now in aftermarket? You know, I think it's up aftermarket. Uh, gosh, it's uh, 38. I think it's 38.63 is where I'm looking wow. right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just did a quick look here. Um, 3.15% increase. So, yeah. That's so aftermarket. Well market too. Yeah, that's doing that's well off market as well. That's just well, aftermarket. Yes, exactly. Well, so, uh, again, another trade to be scored on the the good moves. You know, an example of a Delta trade that wouldn't have uh, moved very well would have been like uh, CLB, which uh, it's, it's – uh, Earnings per share was to estimated to be fifty eight cents. Its actual was fifty eight cents. Those guys called it in um, uh, CLB, yeah, uh, which is Core Laboratories. Uh, right. They're, uh, I don't know where they're headquartered. I think out in Nevada. I'm not sure, uh, but they they have a, a patent on reservoir descriptions here. I'm reading about them right now. Production enhancement reservoir management services to oil and gas. Yeah. That segments are 
reservoir descriptions. And yeah. Well, I tell you, I what's another a, interesting one that's coming out, and that this is tomorrow. Um, we've got Alibaba Group, and I mean, my oh. uh, swimming buddy came up to me, and you know, he's he's you know he was he was bullish on Bitcoin. I think he said he made some money there. And he's like, Ali, he's like, I don't know who owns Alibaba. Um, I don't know. You know, it's a subsidiary of somebody. Perhaps somebody holds it. I don't know. Yahoo, Verizon. What I don't know, but you know, they're rich. It's, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta buy some Alibaba stock. So, wow. Well, you know, maybe we should go ahead and do a little technical analysis first before I just listen to my swimming buddy, um, you know, to tell me how to play straight. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do we? You want to wait until next week before we talk about that, or uh, what do you know about it? <laughs> well, Alibaba, I didn't know until recently. Until I, I must have been in that same conversation. Uh, I didn't actually realize what Alibaba did. And uh, it's nice to know that they're a European company, actually a Chinese uh, company, an Asian company. And and whenever Americans have an opportunity to invest in European markets or uh, overseas markets and uh, capture some of the uh, world economy, that's that's a good thing, as as vice versa. So anytime uh, people on different sides of the planet can can participate in uh, opportunities, afforded to them in other countries. That's wonderful. And Alibaba is an example of a U.S. Uh, benefiting from a Chinese company. But uh-huh. um, I think it's a... It's, I'm unclear if it's a search engine or if it's an e-commerce site or if it's eBay. I don't know what it really is. But... Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, Mark. What we should do is uh, we should run Ari and analysis Ooh. and research index on that on BABA and maybe do an OC, you know, take a look at the OCW, maybe do a little more research on it, uh, maybe come back next week with a full report because I think a lot of people are on the same boat as we are. Uh, they don't know what to do with this, um, um, but maybe we can help them out. So, sounds good. Um, if you want, I could give you the RE report now. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think well, since we had technical difficulties earlier and we got ourselves um, into a little uh, trouble with time in terms of you know the fact that we can't stop it, it just keeps on rolling regardless of how oh. we feel about that or not. So I think we should probably cut to a break, come back with um, with a uh, trade. Maybe we'll have to skip the A in N E A R and just talk a little bit about research and uh, T Mobile. Sounds good. Tired of trying to invent a time machine? Can't get your crystal ball to tell the future? Look no further. There is a wizard that can help you make money. The Option Chain Wizard from TradeCaddy can give you the ability to trade on future expectations. Not only can you make money on an upward-moving stock, but you can make money in any direction, up, down, and stagnant. Go to TradeCaddy.com to find out more. This is Power Trader Radio. Now, Power Trader Radio continues on TradeCaddy.com. All right, fantastic. And we are back. Um, I mentioned before the break, we'd be talking about T-Mobile, T-M-U-S. Um, you know, we we were talking about this earlier this week, Mark. Uh, you know, it's kind of a contrarian type trade where, um, you know, we were looking out to mid-March uh, to do something big, maybe a bull put. We were still bullish about it, but we were thinking about a swing trade of some sort. Um, right. Just kind of trying to figure out, okay, 
you know, somewhere between uh, 6250 or 60 and 6250 for the long and the short. Um, what do you think about that? What can you give us a, a high-level overview of what kind of we were thinking about doing there and um, what the chances of success were for something like the, a bull put on T-Mobile uh, about about uh, right. 60, 60 or about 30, 40 days out? Yeah, there are basically three different types of investors that look at stock. The technical trader, which is represented by the day traders and those chart-driven uh, individuals, are going out and looking at these technical signals to to look for opportunities. And sometimes they don't need, most of the time, these day traders don't even know what the stock is. They just look at these uh, technical signals and they trade just on that. Well, uh, what you just mentioned, T-Mobile, fell strongly into the technical realm. It's got these strong uh, technical buy signals. But the other two types of traders, the old school fundamental traders who look at the profit balance sheets and do the the analysis on the performance of how that stock is and what's its earnings per share and its peg ratio and look down, deep down into the financials of the company, those, you know, like um, hedge funds and uh, mutual funds and annuities that, they, that invest the smart money will go into these types of trades and look use a fundamental analysis as one of their core underlying decision points. The last uh, group would be the sentimental analysis, and that's where the people are making uh, guesses on the expectation of the investor in the future. And that's the most expensive, and that's the hardest uh, analysis to go out there. Well, the, the sentimental analysis on this is not in the favor of T-Mobile. It's, uh, it's got some uh, sad news out. It, it, it expects some sad events. It expects FCC regulation to, to put a a wet towel damper on this fire that the technical signals are throwing out. So, you know, in summary, you got T-Mobile who's got a strong technical uh, signal and you got a poor fundamental analysis, you got a poor uh, sentimental analysis. So that's a contrarian uh, decision being uh, painted there. So an opportunity for uh, investors like us who see that contrarian moment, it inflated in volatility. And when there's high volatility, there's a, a rule of thumb. You play the credit trades. And uh, a bull put is a credit trade where you're actually getting paid to play this trade, and you're shorting a, a put, which is an obligation to buy a stock at a fixed price in a fixed period of time, and you're going to put in an insurance policy, a long put in play, to protect yourself on the downside in case the bottom drops out. So, you, But because you're shorting that put, uh, you're getting paid, and you're getting that credit for that, you're getting so much more credit than you are paying in that long put, and you're making a, a decent amount of money in <laughs> whoppers. And you can go ahead and play this this trade out as a as a bull put. It's a it's a directional trade, and it, it is a, a, like you said, it is in March. Yeah, we're looking at a March 9th expiration uh, on the uh, options, which you could probably pick up 70 cents right now still. But we, uh, you and I were looking, we were trying to get 80 cents because we were right. trying to make uh, an opportunity. Uh, what, what does that mean? What does that mean as a contract? Well, it's a difference between 70 and 80 cents. It's uh, an option contract represents 100 shares, unless you're doing minis. Uh, so you're, you're uh, talking 10 bucks per share. And if you're doing, you know, 100 uh, ten, excuse me, ten contracts. You know that's a hundred bucks. So, good opportunity there, Andy. I, I think 
in our next show. Let's come back and see how this T-Mobile would have played out. But that's that's the closing trade for this segment. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I, we, you know, we toyed around with this trade yesterday. It's one of the three great tools that uh, I use on Trade Caddy to uh, to kind of facilitate this trade. First, we took a look at RED Analysis Research Index, and we noticed that um, you know it did. You, you're right. The technical buy signals, the sentimental analysis, and the fundamental analysis said, you know, I mean, there's there's potential there, but it gives you details on each of those three categories and tells you, okay. What do you what what does the what does Ari think is it bullish, bearish, or stagnant? And so we went from there over to the option chain wizard, and we took a look at the volatility. We took a look at you know where the volume was, where the open interest was, put call ratio. Um, we settled on uh, March 16th, I think, and then finally when we placed the trade, uh, there's a third tool that allows us to go ahead and keep track of all these trades, and so we can add our notes. We can add our uh, any sort of videos or supplemental information so that we can really learn from these trades and then teach these trades uh, as well to um, you know to colleagues to students um, and, and learn as we go. And so great logging uh, tool uh, to keep track of all these uh, these trades that we made and the rationale behind it. Um, so looking forward to seeing where the uh, the, the T-Mobile um, T-Mobile is going to go. Going to keep an eye on the bull put, one of our favorites. And, uh, and see what happens there. Yeah, and for those who are listening, uh, come to our radio show at uh, our listen. Come to our product at www.tradecaddy.com. That's T R A D E, and caddy is spelled C A D D I E. Now the uh, Americans would probably spell it C A D D Y, but I think the European. Uh, spell it uh, C-A-D-D-I-E. However, I am unqualified to even talk about caddies as Andy is truly a true caddy. Has been. That's true. I actually caddied for a couple years. I know all the lingo. Matter of fact, we should probably have a segment on this show that gives you at least one uh, one caddy joke uh, per episode and then perhaps also um, some inside uh, information that you may never have known about the game of golf. Three for nothing. And uh, here we go. This is Trade Talk. You're listening to Trade Talk on PowerTraderRadio.com. And that is. One relief from your dry skin? Aveeno Skin Relief Formula with natural shea butter and oat oil softens and soothes dry skin with lasting moisture for 24 hours. Get Aveeno from Target for naturally beautiful results. One relief from your dry skin? Aveeno Skin Relief Formula with natural shea butter and oat oil softens and soothes dry skin with lasting moisture for 24 hours. Get Aveeno from Target for naturally beautiful results. 